Lee and this episode is for the discovery of hip-hop. I'm here with my man Loops. Loops, what's good? What's good, what's good? I'm here in the building. Yeah, so Loops has been rapping for, how long would you say you've been rapping for? Uh, probably been rapping for... Over 20 years? Probably just over 20 years, probably, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say 20, but it's probably over that. So, Loops was um, how I came to discover hip-hop at all, and we're going to get into that. So, Loops, let's start off with this, right? So, obviously, you discovered hip-hop. Who would you say are your top five rappers of all time, and why? Top five is Big L, because he's the reason that I took it serious. I looked at Big L as if he was my age. Big, mm-hmm. L, was, Big L was older than me. He was older than me, rest of people. But I thought he was my age. And the stuff I heard him coming out with, the confidence that he had, and the progression that I saw him making, mm. that's what inspired me to think somebody my age could really make it. Even though he was in America and I was over here, and at the time, a lot of people was like, not taking UK rappers that seriously. Mm-hmm. It, that's that's what really prompted me to actually take it more seriously. So that was a big girl. How much more, sorry to cut you, how much more older than you was he? Was he much older than you? Yeah, Big Earl would probably be, he's like Cameron's age. Um, no, you know what, he's older than Cameron. What's so, that, about 10 years your senior? Uh, about, I think Big Earl would probably be about like 47. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, okay. I think so. Alright, so Big L number one, who's your number two? Number two would be Redman, because... Redman. Redman is <laughs> Redman's off the chain. Like Redman is someone who I was listening to, like when I, since since I first got into hip hop. Like Redman, just, he's like one of my favorites ever, and um, so definitely him. Uh, a guy named Cool G Rap. Cool G Rap classic. Cool G Rap definitely inspired like the flow that I that I that I was mainly known for. That I've been known for like a rapid kind of flow and the way that I write as well like now I've seen a few people write the way that I the way that I used to write but at the time when I started to do it then nobody was writing like me you're right you're very very unique it's cold kind of like yeah unique and basically I was inspired to do that because of cool G rap's flow mm-hmm. so um that's those three alright yeah. three mm-hmm. Redman was more I think Redman was just to go back to Redman I think that was more like think the imagery the style he was like almost like his hip-hop was almost like picasso if it was a painting yeah it's raw it's like unformatted yeah redman because he was known for freestyling a lot as well that's probably what i got from redman as well okay he's freestyle ability to me Number four, I would say Royce the Five Nine. I remember him because mm-hmm. yeah, Royce is someone who got he's got like a lot of notoriety probably over the past five to ten years. But I've known about Royce for over fifteen years. Okay. Royce, Royce inspired Eminem. Oh wow! And I knew about Royce from oh. them times. Yeah, I heard about it actually. I heard Eminem saying that's one of his top rappers. Yeah, well, he's definitely one of mine. In my top five, 
without a doubt. Full stop. Without a doubt. Um, number five. Number five. I was gonna say M, but no, I think to be honest, probably Tupac. Tupac. Probably Tupac. Yeah, you did like Tupac back then. Do you like Tupac and Biggie? To be fair. To be honest with you, this is something that a lot of people ask me. It's like they say, like, who, who did I prefer more? And I, like, to be honest, I remember because it was a big topic in in school when I was going to school. Mm. And just to be honest, before they passed, I preferred Biggie more to listen to mm. because of just like the beats were a bit harder, and I've always been like more battle orientated. Okay. And Biggie was more raw in that fashion. Right. In that yeah. Sense, until like hit him up, but then after they passed. I I went I I dug deep into Tupac's catalogue. Right. And it made me appreciate him so I ended up preferring him more. So ahead of his time, wasn't he, in terms of what he really stood for something, didn't he? He stood for something and his music was more um it had more substance. True. It had way more substance. Like he was more like a poet. And so that's why he stuff stands stands the test of time more than well for me, more than Biggie, because Biggie I don't know that. I don't want to say nothing to downplay Biggie, but mm-hmm. it's like Biggie made records. Biggie, Biggie made records to sell, mm-hmm. whereas Tupac more made records to change uh, like things that were going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like his music had a lot more impact than Biggie's did. Yeah, and so that that more resonated with me just being the person that I am. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that's my top five. Top five. For me, I'd say top five. Such a hard one, but I feel like I've been pretty consistent. I don't know if I have an order as such, but um, Eminem is in my top five. I think that he's been consistent. Well, you used to rinse him back in the day, so I had no choice to like him. But just thinking about his ability, it was it was like a couple of years back. It might have been four years, and he was doing one song where it just was it just was run like there was no hook. It was just one hundred percent just rapping bar for bar. Mm-hmm. And I went, this is a this is not a comeback. Like this guy is consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah. he was on something with uh Joyce. Sorry, um, what's his name? Joanna jo- jo- Lucas. Oh, yeah. And he just tore it up. And he was like the OG coming to accompany them on the beat. He tore it up like he was a star of the show. But Eminem for me is consistency. But the fact of his whole album ability back in the day, the fact that yes, he put his all his life out there, but the stories he made from it was such a creative difference. I don't think I had really seen something like that before. I saw creative, but it was different. different. So M for me. Um I was saying this the other day that Tupac is in mine as well. Okay. And it was because of the the content you know it is when I, when I think about it more than anything else was the passion when he rapped you felt everything he rapped especially when it was the songs that was about yeah. fighting for the people or like dear mama keep yeah. your head all yeah. those songs like those are one those are things you won't forget because when i was younger you knew there's something serious in that message of the song but as i get older it resonates more because what's happened today i'm a black woman Sorry. and the things that he was trying to fight for Actually, he was fight. He was standing up for things that represent me now today. Right. The passion, even when he did all these songs like Hit Him Up, which was like so controversial. Mm-hmm. I mean, the passion in Tupac, it, he was ahead of his time on another level. Definitely. And I just think, yeah, him and Big gone too soon, man. But you know the gov- you know how things go. Yeah. Um, another rapper for me 
out for you. You've always been in my top five. Thank you, thank you. Always been in my top five. But I think that any of your like uh, family members would, would probably say that. The ones I've heard like proper of all your ability. Appreciate it. Um, another rapper for me, I feel like I'm going blank slightly. Ooh, such a hard one, but Andre 3000. Yeah, he's really Definitely. Good. He's really yeah. good. Yeah. Totally, right? He's in my top 20. 100%. So creative. That's what, was, that's, what, that's what I like. Like with him, like even with the, um, what's that song called? I Choose You, the play of Players Anthem, sorry. Yeah. Even with that, he only done that one, one like, uh, you know, 16 bar or whatever. Mm. But so creative. The yeah. way he plays on words. And it's so funny that he stopped rapping because he wasn't sure if he sounded good anymore. Because at the time, just like, uh, like you, you are, you are the pulse. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, and I think again, Eminem, he's like one of Eminem's favorite rappers, something like that as well. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Um. So what am I on now? I'm on four. four. Yeah. So it's a funny one. So this last one for me. Oh. Let me go between two different rappers here because I used to always say I like. Redman and Method Man together. Okay. But I can't do that right now because okay. it's like one other rapper. Yeah. I probably would say in that case then. Let me keep it. Let me keep it jiggy. Let me not flip flop. I'm trying to think who do I draw to the most in my in my little um. I can't even got no one UK, but I don't. You know. You got me. Well, I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> I probably would say method man, you know. Yeah, man. And I would just say in terms of, of ability, you know, even thinking back to Wu Tang, like most okay, all the guys are sick in Wu Tang. Yeah. But he was like the star of the show in terms of when he came on. It, it was everything in a, in a package. I wasn't just like what you read. It was a style he had as well and the flair. Right. But then the reason why this is hard to choose him as my last person is because I don't always go into my my music catalogue and draw for a Method Man. Right, but in terms of what, what I would maybe like refer to, it's like now Method Man is the guy. Like if I'm talking to someone, I like you to listen to Method Man as well. Yeah, you can't the forget guy. Him, it? No, you can't. You can't That's the thing. Him. You can't forget him. That's my top five. So thinking back to you, then obviously you rap. You're you're older than me. What was it like in terms of when you first discovered hip hop? What was the times like? How did you discover it? Who did you discover? Talk me through, man. Well, I can tell you for a fact, my dad had a record called Sugar Hill Gang. Okay. Rapper's Delight. That was like one of the first mainstream rap songs to get released. I mm. think it actually was the first. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the first. But in terms of going mainstream, it mm. was definitely like the first one. Um, and so I can I can literally say I grew up listening to it from like extra young. Yeah. Extra young, like um I could tell you about all the real old timers like <laughs> Curtis Blow and you know, like once I once I actually discovered it and I got to the I got to an age where I where I could go and research it, mm-hmm. I did that. And then uh in terms of like when 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 I started to rap, I know like uh, our cousin Andrew, he had a mini display mm-hmm. and I think he just came back from America and he, he goes to me one day he just came around to my mum's house, around to our mum's house and uh, he goes to me just listen to this, listen to this. And he just put the headphones on me and he pressed play. And that was Wu Tang's first first album, End of the Face Exchange. I didn't know who they were. 
I didn't know. All I heard was kung fu sounds, and then I just heard some dope rap. He put you onto Wu Tang. Andrew put me onto a lot. I of didn't people. know that. He's one of my main influences. Why? Or where? He's like one of the main places where I got to hear a lot of the rap that I got 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 into. Right. Like Eric Sermon. What about Nas? Remember you had you you really did Nas. I discovered Nas on my own. Oh, okay. I discovered Nas on my own, but then you I didn't put them in your top fives. I'm surprised you didn't, because you used to bang Nas. True, but I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of rappers who I grew up listening to, and I rate them highly still. But however it sounds, it sounds I'm better than them now. Okay. I've been better than them for a while. A lot of them, and that's just how I feel about it. So that's probably why I wouldn't put them in my top five. But there's people who I who I, who I know are great at this. And mm. that's who I, I keep those in my top five. You know? Okay. I keep them in my top five. But like, I had a friend called Easton. Easton had an older sister named Nicola. Nikki. Me and Easton were both influenced heavily by Nikki's catalogue. Oh, she proper dug hip hop, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, to be honest with you, it was, it was like the same kind of influences that I was getting from Andrew. Mm. But she was closer. She was around the corner from her. Yeah, true, okay. And you know, I used to, he was like my best friend, like when he was in primary school and that. So I was around his house, me and him would be listening to her vinyl records. Right. And then when I see Andrew, I'd be copying his CDs onto my tapes. Mm. And so, you know, I had a few different outlets and then UMTV raps. We was like, we was like one of the yeah. first people to have Sky, you know that? Yeah, I know. At school, a lot of my friends did not have Sky or like what? We got Sky in like 89, right when it just dropped. Right. So we was watching MTV, I was watching MTV raps from the jump. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, yeah, it was always around me. It was always around me. Mm. For me, I remember, I remember sort of being young and you hear bits, but I remember always hearing you play Nas and Bhutankan. But Always religiously, but religiously Wu Tang Clan. I believe when Wu Tang Clan, it was like every morning thing. But I don't think you know like with music, it's a it's a big part of a lot of people's lives that enjoy music. But you used to get rid of routine of religiously every morning. It was like get up, play the bangers that you enjoy. You'll be rapping to the music. You know, if anyone knew a line, they'll be like enjoying the line as well. Get ready. Then when you go into school, you put the earphones in, play more music. And obviously when you go into your study or whatever school, you used to school, and then when it's going home, it's the same thing. Pop the headphones in, rap and listen to the music, go home, you know, have dinner, do chores, rap into the music. music. I remember you Washing religiously, exactly, music. religiously sitting at the back of the dining table, dining table, listening to music. Yeah. Or, or like rapping the songs. But that that music was different back then, because what we do now is we get into the zone with our phones and we're, we're, we're flicking, right? We're scrolling up, scrolling up. Right. That was really back in the day, the old enjoying the music, the songs you enjoyed to wind down or just to chill. Yeah. yeah. So I remember that. Um, I remember the heavy influences of like, um, like I said, the Wu Tang Clan, the Nas. Yeah, I know you loved Big L. That was a big, big thing. We used to love Big L and talk, talk about how great it was. Definitely. And then it was the freestyling. I remember you always freestyling, and then you might have friends that come over and there was like freestyling sessions. I don't even know yeah. you call them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just a little annoying, you know, sibling, <laughs> and I'll be listening in. Yeah. And then, and I used to like singing, because remember I had like a guitar, I used to always be singing. Uh-huh. 
And then one day I remember you, I don't know how it came about me rapping, but I remember you writing lyrics for me and then I was rehearsing them. But I remember really strongly at the age of like seven, seven or so, you saying like, okay, to your, your stage name is Dark Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> and you were already Iceman. Mm-hmm. And um, then I was like, okay, and I was rehearsing with the rhymes and sometimes they weren't good enough and you was on, you was on me, boy. You was just like, again. Do that, do that line again. And the lyrics were really good. They're very ahead of ahead of time. You were ahead of time, so the me doing it as like a seven, nine year old or whatever, very ahead of time. And if I was speaking to people, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you're sick." Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. And then I remember you putting starting to put together music, and um, this might have been a times now when maybe Wu Tang Clan's on like sort of secondish album, and that was really dope. I remember you had a song called The UK Import. Yeah. That was really, really sick. So I remember all of us, we used to be in a carriage machine making our own radio station. Because now things like, you know, the early, early days of Gower just kind of peeking up. Mm-hmm. And um, you still remained very much hip hop. So when we used to hear your stuff, we're like, you were the North Star for us. Because even though we're doing this garage thing, we used to be like, what, what's Luke's doing? Let's hear some of his stuff. And that would kind of G us up a little bit. Wow, okay. um, and then obviously, Tupac, Biggie were a big part. They were just classics for us back then. But I remember back in the day, Biggie was huge for you. You used to really enjoy it. I remember hearing that a lot. I remember hearing a lot of Tupac. So for me, a lot of my learners came from whatever you was playing. I forgot I even liked R&B because there was so much hip hop being played. You know, (laughs) that's just what I liked. Well, that's another thing as well I forgot to mention before. I used to get like I used to get a lot of like mixtapes and blend tapes. Yeah, that's what we used to call them. Blend tapes. I used to get a lot of those from like. America and that. So like talking like DJ Clue. Mm. Uh, Desert Storm. I remember Desert Storm been hearing out the time from the room. Desert Storm. Desert Storm. <laughs> Clue. Funk Flex. Funk Flex. There's another one. Violator. Violator. Was yeah, that much yeah. later on? Violator was a bit, a bit, a bit later on. But um, yeah, like basically a lot of a lot of different DJs and mixtape DJs. I was, you know, it's not it's not many people over here that was getting access to them. Mm. And just through like a lot of a lot of different people who I knew, I would always get them and I would get them like when they drop out there, I would get them. I remember you putting a lot of people on, like you bring them over and you'd be playing new and be like, who's this? Like how you get this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's another thing, like, because a lot of those rappers who I grew up listening to, when they used to like if I would get like a mixtape or if I'd hear them on like the, on the radio, like big up to like Tim Westwood, DJ 279, mm. I used to listen to them like religiously. Yeah, you did. Fridays and Saturdays, have like my little TDK Shorty tape. Blitz, I remember you mentioned that name a lot in the past. Shorty Blitz, Black Spot, if I haven't said your name, respect you still, but yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these rappers that who, who I used to grow up listening to, they used to say that they would like they would they would label what they're doing freestyle. So I thought that it was off the top freestyling because that's what freestyle is to me. You right. Go, like there's no written raps involved. Right. So because I used to practice to their standards, I didn't realize until a lot later on that what they call a freestyle is basically just a rap that they haven't incorporated into a song yet. Some, sometimes they would use song lyrics because the world doesn't know it. Call it freestyle. But you used to freestyle, freestyle, like that, top of the gun. Because I thought that that's what they were doing, so I inspired to be as great as them. And then before I knew it, I realized I'm better than a few of them because I can actually freestyle. 
like if I say that I'm gonna freestyle it's gonna be something that's just right now mm-hmm. and and then I got into battling and oh, I got into like a lot of ciphering I'd go to like studio and we'd be waiting so long to get into the booth that we just end up a lot of us freestyling like in like the corridor bit of the um of the studio mm. and I got to do that with some real notable MCs like shout out to Skinny Man Skinny Man's sick yeah. you know the song I remember of his Count to the State of Mind yeah. and I played that over and over and I think I put it on tape no okay. I put it on CD okay right yes I really like that one right. I think I heard that on Westwood I didn't even know you had that yeah yeah man Skinny Man that was the <laughs> Skinny Man was the was he wasn't the reason but basically the first battle that I ever ever had in life So the first battle that I ever had, a uh, serious battle, mm. when uh, I was in a studio on Garmin Road, um, and basically Skinny Man and his crew, uh, I think it was the Mud Fam. It might have been Berry Crew, but I think it was Mud Fam. Basically, we was all waiting. Like I was there, like with my little crew at the time. Like it was like. I, I was in various crews, but I was part of like a little like four-man collective at the time. Five of us really: Ramstein, Arcane, um, Mystery, and uh, Messiah. And uh, we was we was all waiting to, for our different recording sessions. And long story short, it's like one of Skinny Man's crew, uh, Intense. He jumped up and went somewhere and I sat in the seat that he was sitting in and when he came back he was like that's my seat mm-hmm. I rear it so we got into a little thing and then somehow we ended up battling <laughs> but it was like all of them like all of them against three of us mm-hmm. at, at the time I think it was me Arcane and Mystery I think I'm pretty sure and there was like eight of them at least at least eight of them and we held up our own so afterwards you know, someone who I was listening to and watching growing up, well, for a period of time before I was going to studio, Skinny Man, ended up giving my rating and like saluting man and that. Mm. Like, yo, like, you're gonna go far, you know? And believe me, <laughs> a lot of what I was saying was freestyle at, at, at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had much writings to go to because I was writing still. So it's like I was, I had like a battle kind of style of writing. Mm-hmm. Like I would say a lot of cheeky things that could be used in a battle, but I didn't have much battle experience. So when it came down to the actual battle, I was just talking about it closed. It was a lot of freestyle going on. And um, I've always, I think, I think I've always been good with punchlines. Mm, you have been to be fair. So I think that's what like, there was, you know, like what they rated about me most. So you mentioned Skinny Man being an influence of yours. Was there anybody else that you didn't mention earlier? As far as, as far as like from the UK, there's a, there's a lot of people that one of my cousins, uh, Million Dan, he was he used to be part of a crew with Demon Boys, and that like I'm talking about when I was like <laughs> five and six, mm-hmm. I used to remember I used to like want to be running behind them and I used to want to go studio like with them and that, but. Obviously, I was five and six, yeah. but when you get me, it's something that I remember like vividly. He was blowing up, 
he was he was doing top of the pops, mm-hmm. you know, big gigs and that. And I wouldn't really know about it until like he come back because he lived on the same road as like my nan, and I was always at my nan's house. So you know, like it was like a couple of doors away from each other. I'd always be over his house listening to like the music that he'd made. Mm. So that was a definite heavy influence that after I forgot to mention earlier. People like um, Rodney P. Oh, I remember that name. Rodney P. He was part of a crew called. Um, oh, you've forgotten. London Pussy. Ah, oh, okay. London Pussy. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bionic. You get me? It was him and Bionic. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. As far as that like, UK, there was there was there was quite a few that that I probably should have mentioned earlier. But uh, yeah, I've got to give some love to the UK scene because yeah, they got in the UK as well. Archer. Family. One crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used yeah. to always freestyle together, sit yeah. and freestyle together, just like it was a sport, <laughs> like it was tennis. Him and a few others made me like an honorary member of the one crew. You know, I never got, I don't think I made the album <laughs> due to a lot of, you know, my lifestyle was hectic. <laughs> but I don't think I made the album. But um, yeah, uh, I got to meet a few, some, some really good MCs through that. Shout out Governor, Sway. Pirelli, yeah, um, yeah, man. There's a lot of, a lot of UK MCs. There is. UK has got a lot of talent. And speaking of like, you know, you touched on like a lot of freestyle. If we had to narrow it down, who would you say your top top freestylers that you're just like, yes, like 100% of ratings? At anywhere in the world, not just anywhere like, in the world. Um, say top three, maybe even. Freestylers. Gotta say, Papus. Papus, bang bang. Uh, game the game is the game can freestyle the game is wicked you know the oh. game like i don't think i don't know if people give him the credit that he deserves i don't the think so no cold i've got to hear him freestyle then because i don't think i've ever heard him do like i've only you know i've only heard songs and but he's got a lot of shenanigans so i think i've probably overlooked the music part right, you know right, him. right right okay the game yeah, yeah the game bro wow um, uh freestylers um who else is great at freestyling? Obviously, you got Eminem. You got Royce the Royce the Five Nine is freestyle as well. <laughs> He's god tier level. I swear to God, Royce the Five Nine. <laughs> that's another level. That's like that's there's no other level. He's caps it, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Like for me, he can barely do no wrong. I'm being honest. The man has got this down to a science. Wow. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna I'm gonna say me only because. I mean, obviously, I think I'm good. Yeah. And there's times when I don't think I'm that good. Like, you know, like you go through your ups and your downs. Yeah, but it's like... One thing that I can honestly say, people throughout the years have always said to me that I'm, that I'm one of the best freestylers that they've heard. Yeah. And... I can believe that, for uh, sure. After a while, I had to start believing it. Yeah, cause, mm. you know... Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of good freestylers out there, you know. I'll give them credit. For me... I would say it's a hard one. I'm not gonna put it in any order. So mine's not an order. I've just got three. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Papoose, like definitely is one for me. I rave about him all the time, um, and I think that it's really good that he's keeping himself relevant by doing like his little. Free- he's on like a little couple of um, shows and whatnot as well, yeah, like where he's yeah. just doing the freestyle or his own videos. Uh-huh. And it's been really cold, and it's good for the younger generations to see as well that that's what freestyling really looks like. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. 
I definitely would have put you in there as well in terms of freestylers. I'm having watching you grown up who give you a topic or, or you just decide and it just would be sick just freestyle punchlines in there as well if we didn't get any more entertaining um, if I had to pick another one people that I know have genuinely freestyled I have to say probably Eminem as well to be honest with you that'll be my three there's not even a female in there but you know what I don't know any f- I haven't seen of any free, uh, females that have proper actually freestyle for real. Alright, look. You know someone. Before, like, I do, I do, yeah. But I just want to say quickly, there's a guy called DNA. DNA. <laughs> DNA is dope. You see, like, DNA is like me. DNA will go to, like, a show and have the whole crowd calling out words and topics and uh, sports teams. Mm. And he will freestyle like that. This is what I used to do to practice. He's good at that. I gotta put him in there. There's a guy. Is he UK? Nah, he's from Queens, New York. Okay. There's a guy called Sharon from Canada. Okay, Sharon. Dope. And there's another guy recently called Chef Trez. Chef Trez as well. Like, good. when it comes to freestyling, yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Mm. But then when it comes to women, yeah, you know, I mean, freestyle wise, though. Freestyle wise, a lot of people don't remember that Lauren Hill. Oh yeah. Lauren Hill. She could freestyle, right? Oh no. And I remember when Brandy started rapping. That she actually Brandy? Do you know she used to freestyle? She was she was sick. Not at rapping. I remember that she could freestyle singing. I don't remember. No, she could freestyle rapping and she sounds cold. I'm gonna show it to you afterwards. I've got to show you because at one point everyone was like, What's it? What Brandy? She actually just one day just had the ability just to like to freestyle and she actually was rapping. I think she was working with Timberland for a bit. It's not hard to believe because, as you said, she was around Timberland and that. But then her brother was raging. When I think about it, it's not that hard to believe. She was cold. She, yeah, I need but to actually, hear. actually, was cold. I need to hear that. Please let you hear that. Um, all right. So speaking of females, then, mm. if you had to narrow it down, who would you say the top, top female rappers ever? Oh, ever for you? What's right. your list? For me, there's a, uh, a rapper called Bahamadia. Bahamadia. What country? She's from America. Okay. She is cold. Properly. Like, she is different. Different. Bahamadia. Lauren Hill is always going to be in my top females. Mm. Always. Because she's so versatile. And like, like I said, she can actually freestyle. And she's not she's not like an ordinary freestyler. Mm-hmm. Exquisite. Excellent. You know? True. Topics as well. Topics, wordplay, punchlines wittiness she's yeah she, she's kind of had it all for me mm. um oh man trying not to draw a blank here because i actually i know a lot of them like you've got people like salt and pepper i never put them in that class they were yeah. more like pop kind of yeah good songs isn't it yeah but um kind of drawing a blank but I could tell you like if I think about it a bit more in depth because there's more than there's definitely more than Lauren Hill and Amadea definitely more it's I, just drawing slightly a blank right now that's fine like, while you're thinking like for me my top 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 MCs mm-hmm. Little Kim is in there for me so yeah. I did break out and listen to her I remember you telling me I couldn't buy an album one time and I went out and got it anyway and I hid it in there like another CD cover no you know what that was I said to you I I, I had the album. I said to you, don't. I said to you, you can borrow anything in my room, 
and listen to except for that. Yes, I want to come out and then basically. <laughs> no, you know, you went and talked the one at my room, fam. Did I? No, I'm You probably bought your one after. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I probably listened to it and then thought, yeah, I want a copy. <laughs> Lil Kim for me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like personally, she was just like one demanding when it, once she touched Mike. Um, obviously, like visuals, like she was, she looked good, like fashion. I know she had little posters up before, but she used to actually dress very well. But for me, some of the songs and the content which touched Mike, excellent. Um, yeah, but Biggie wrote most of that one. Well, was, oh, I didn't know. No, after he died, she had, she had songs. That's the album I remember. It was quite good for me. I liked Biggie it. Biggie wrote most of that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know anything about that, but it was for me, it was good. This, uh, there's, there's a lady called Rhapsody. I think that she's Rhapsody. good. She's, yes. she's actually, she's good. Yes. Lauren Hill, um, totally. If you don't mention her, I probably would have forgot because she's been off, like she's not a little fun. I wouldn't have remembered Lauren Hill. Yeah. Um, and there is a couple other ones. There's a UK lady called Nadia Rose, which is actually quite good. The only thing is that I want to see more versatility. I do feel like a lot of the stuff sounds the same if I close my eyes, okay. but she actually is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. She's just like she's not following what everyone else is doing. She's just she's got her style, her way, and she just stays. She keeps it right there. But it's it's good. So I would actually put her in there for now, you know. Lady yeah. Nisha, I put her in there. Yeah, actually, you're right. She's Lady bad. Lady actually cold. Yeah, she is. She really is. And she rode the wave of time, innit? <laughs> yeah. Her and Miss Dynamite. I don't think she makes music that much anymore. Mm. But she's a formidable MC, and she can freestyle. Can she? Yeah. I didn't even know yeah, that. She can do her thing, man. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, Loops, it's been sick talking to you. Yeah, yeah. We've got to do this again. Talk some songs, some more hip hop. Maybe go through albums next time. We could just kind of sum down like top couple albums. Definitely, man. I'm here for it. I'm here All for right. It. I'm here for it. Hope you enjoyed. Let me know if you can relate. <laughs>